everybody it is friday february 26th and it's been a long one i am ready for the ability to sleep in tomorrow but we have one more day ahead of us so let's start it off here guys hit that like button as you come in the door subscribe to the channel hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live we are fixing to work our way through this entire slate i don't even know how many games it is right now it is nine another nine gamer okay that'll work Another nine gamer. We've done this twice this week. We might as well do it again. Happy to have everybody here. Yesterday was not awesome. Uh, Again, uh, could have been like, you know, I just no real problems. Just not enough Harrison Barnes. That was that was an issue for me. That that slowed me down a little bit. But what can you do? We're on to the next one. Um, That weird DJ Augustine late news was not fun but you know it all happens that's that's dfs for you we're gonna get this stuff all the time morning everyone jordan klein why are you awake do you want to just produce this i I would be happy to not produce the show jordan if you're just gonna be awake for it yeah dante divincenzo played really well he looked like a really nice option uh not that he didn't before but i thought he was a little over owned it feels like people knew the dj augustine stuff um yeah, Joker was good. Embiid a little bit less so. Quickly was insane. I should have left him out there, man. Um, what's my sweet spot in number in terms of number of games? Six to eight is kind of perfect for me. Not that I have a problem with nine, but you know, six to eight perfect for me. Well, I think that we should just dive in because. It's Friday. We've done this for four days, and it's a long morning, if I'm being perfectly honest. Only four days of this next week. We have the All-Star break coming up, so uh, we will only be doing this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week. Friday, no games. Kind of exciting. I think it's next week. I don't know. My memory's terrible. Well, let's, uh, let's get this started then. I think that's where we're at. So... Diving in, Atlanta Hawks, first game up. Q tag on Reddish. Everybody else that's normally out is out. That's kind of easy. We'll go right back to where we were. And uh, I'll tell you this much. I don't expect Gallo to smash again. At least I hope he doesn't. Morning, Lance Company. Morning. All right. So we need to give Cam Reddish 
28 minutes. We need to take minutes from Skylar Mays. We need to take minutes from Solomon Hill. I need to make another window with minutes in it. So let's do that. Morning, Unwound Cowboy. Oh, the coffee cups. Yeah, get your coffees out. It's about that time. Cheers to a good Friday and to the future weekend that we have coming upon us. Mark, I'll be honest. I have no idea what's in line for the All-Star Game. It is not something that I watch or pay attention to. Uh, the All-Star Game is a time for me to get away from the computer for a couple days after the grind. Last year for the All-Star Game, I was in New Orleans, and then I came home, and two weeks later, everything uh, was going nuts. But uh, it was a good time last year. Can't believe that that's already a year ago. That is one of the fastest years of my life. Um. Okay, let's get back into Atlanta now. So, Tony Snell certainly not going to be playing those minutes. Make that 18. And that leaves me right on the number, which is not where I want to be. I need... Yeah, actually, you know what? It might not be that bad. We'll take two from Okongwu. We'll give them to Gallo. And I think all of this then makes some sense. Um, We'll go... Eight, nope, 16 and 10. Perfect. Yeah, Josh doesn't really sleep right now. I, here's the deal. I let's let's see what I slept last night. It's not bad actually. I've been I've been sliding into a pretty good spot. Last night, six hours and twenty six minutes. I'll take that. I'll take that. Power nap in the middle of the afternoon for a half hour, and I'm right as rain. All right. We've got Atlanta rates in. Let's go ahead and... Or we've got Atlanta minutes in. Let's go ahead and make our changes to rates because these are, once again, in here without context for Cam Reddish being in. So let's get rid of... Bogdanovich. Nope, that's the Mavs. No wonder they're not coming up. I don't even know what Warzone is to stream it. Is that like Call of Duty? If I was streaming anything, it would be uh, it would be FIFA. All right, so we're taking off Bogdanovich, Hunter, and Fernando. Three thirty-five a.m. Happy to have you guys here. Six thirty-five a.m. Lots of people here, man. Wild times. All right, let's take Capella out of here, or let's add Capella's usage rate. We'll add in Collins, twenty-three point seven. We'll add in Kevin Herter, 15, Trey Young, what order is this in? Not alphabetical. 33 for Trey Young, that's easy. Assist rate can go up. I know Clint Capella's rebound rate probably needs to go up with Skosh. Eh, actually, not as much as I thought. Just need to get Reddish, 19, Gallo. 23 that should cover me for the hawks we don't have too much to worry about here hawks take it on okc so this is a pretty pretty decent spot for atlanta 
Um, might be a little light on Capella, might be a little bit light on, or might be a little heavy on Collins, but I don't really see, is it a minutes thing? Capella at 31 minutes, I think that's fine. John Collins at 31 minutes. Yeah, I, I need to take a minute away from Collins there. Um, yeah, regulars, hit that like button, I agree. I don't. I really don't know what to do with John Collins right now. Oh, I think I need to cut his uh, rebounding rate too. Collins, three point eight offensive, and then seven point six defensive. Yeah, we do. I'll take that down to eight. That should make Collins look normal. I am still a little light on Clint Capella though. Maybe I need to respect that usage just a little bit more. Everything else looks fine for Capella, so I can't make too many changes gonna have to go with it so if we look at the quick summary tables nice they fit that's perfect so Trey Long Trey Young looks solid on DraftKings at uh 9900 he's 9600 on FanDuel a little bit less appealing um I'm pretty happy with most of that though I do want to strip this formatting delete this there we go yeah uh so not too much to like from atlanta i'm a little surprised there i expected a bit more it's really just trey young at the top capella second across both sites john collins i think is a little bit better on DraftKings than he is on fanduel he's 600 cheaper these fanduel prices just don't look very good Just curious about how much crap the girlfriends and wives give these Osimo guys because they're always doing their thing. Uh, I mean, it's just a job. Like, I'm around during the middle of the day. Um, basketball season's tough. Baseball season's not so bad. Like, football season's pretty easy because, obviously, like, everything's mostly happening on one day. Showdowns on, you know, Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, baseball season's pretty easy because you don't have to worry about, like, rotations. You just get a lineup and then that you can go from there. Basketball, the, the basketball season is kind of tough just because of the amount of information that you need to keep tabs on. There's no real way around it. James Williams, I live in North Carolina. All right, we're on to Boston. I have to put Kemba in, so all of this goes away. Man, this flip-flopping of Kemba being in and out is really getting old for making the rotations happen. Faux show. All right, Kemba back in the lineup. I mean, he's. Let's just go with the last five games he's played. He's averaged thirty-three minutes, so I, at the very least, I think thirty-three is the spot. Which means backup point guard minutes will go to Peyton Pritchard. We bring Tice back in at, I think twenty-seven would probably be the spot. I think that we also have to give Tristan Thompson 26 minutes. And then Bobby Williams also playing like his typical 15. So most of Tice's minutes will be at the four. That makes it easier. Grant Williams back in the rotation these past two games. I don't really know how to look into that. I'm just going to assume that because they opened the bench here, it's not all that important. And I'm not going to worry about him to start. So let's give Semi Ojale whatever run I think he's going to be getting. 
he was back in like the 16 minutes before, so I think that seems fine. Tatum and Brown, obviously incredibly easy to project. Boston, Indiana, fun game too. Josh, is it a bad take to say Kemba is terrible? Yes. Yes, it is. 24 minutes for Jalen Brown there. Another 12. I think he's just hurt. James, so oddly enough, uh, I've never been to the Outer Banks. Lived in North Carolina 12 years. So I live in Wilmington, basically the southeasternmost point. I mean, it's not most, but for all intents and purposes, very, very southeast. For me to get to the Outer Banks... I kind of have to like follow the entire coast and then scoop back down the islands. It's incredibly unintuitive for me. All right, 36 minutes left. Aaron Neesmith has just become a part of this rotation, so that's fine. He can be in. We'll give him 18 minutes. I need to give like three more to Peyton Pritchard. And then am I missing someone? So they can go to Grant Williams, Javante Green... Plenty of options here. It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it was a nine man rotation for a while. In theory, I don't really have to give these minutes to anybody, but I think that I probably do. I'm going to move Neesmith back up to 20. Everybody else's minutes seem relatively reasonable. Take 17 to semi. That'll go to 25 and 11. And then I, I actually do think it'll be Grant Williams over Javante Green. So I can give him 12 minutes. I don't like the way that that's shaking out, but it's just going to have to be. Twenty-five and eleven. All right, let's get some Boston rates with Kemba. So we're at two hundred and forty minutes. I think everybody's right, but we need the Boston rates. Aldridge and DeRozan maybe on the trade block. Yeah, I don't know what to make of San Antonio. They haven't made an in-season trade in like six years, so we'll see if they actually do anything. I'd be very surprised if they did, but they should. I mean, they should trade. DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge for whatever they can find right now. I just don't think they'll do that. And these first couple teams just take me forever. 13 minutes in, I'm only on team two. Never going to finish this when we have 22 of them to do today. No, 18 of them to do today. Bluegrass Jeff, what up? All right, Brown, Tatum, Walker. Let's get these usage rates, but we need to take Smart off first. Anybody else that I should take off? Waters, Edwards, Ball. That'll work. Jalen Brown, usage rate when all of these guys are available. 30.5. Jason Tatum, 31.5. Campbell Walker, 29. We'll go 28. Uh, Jalen Brown's assist rate, six and a half. Okay, five and a half works. Tatum, seven. Six and a half. Kemba Walker, 7.3. I'll stick with it. 
Robert Williams usage rate, 15.3. Tristan Thompson, 15.5. So they, these guys just maintain their normal rates. Tice is a guy that will always confuse me. We'll give him 15. Rebounding rate, too high. Yeah, actually, that's fine. Perfect. Wouldn't be surprised if Lakers make a play for Aldridge. Uh, that would surprise me aggressively. That would be a very bad pickup for the Lakers. Is it common for some to do better on FanDuel or DK and not both? Uh, probably. What time is the top shot pack drop today? Seems like that just keeps uh, getting pushed off and pushed off. See, did they announce a time? So noon today? Okay. See where we end up. Bluegrass Jeff, ROI has nearly doubled since I started this show. Well, good, man. Keep it up. Let's see where we land on Boston. Evan Ritter, you got to be talking 9 a.m. West Coast time. Boston. Yeah, Tatum and Walker. Kemba on DraftKings at 6,200, too. Going to be difficult to ignore. Let's add Boston to the table. We'll see who's best of everybody we've looked at so far. Perfect. That fits perfectly. Okay, so Kemba out of Atlanta and Boston. Uh, Kemba, actually my favorite play coming from the Celtics on DraftKings. He is at... Decent value, a little bit ahead of Trey. Tatum and Brown next up in line. On FanDuel, it's also still Kemba, but I expect him to be on the outskirts of the top 10. Yeah, Mark, uh, I'm going to have to wholeheartedly disagree with you. LaMarcus Aldridge is not a fit for the Lakers. That is not what they need. They already have a better version of that in uh, Montrezl Harrell. Onto the Bulls. Hopefully, I don't have to do anything here. So, Bulls. No Markinen, no Porter, no Hutch. These are the same guys. Makajeski in the house. That's two separate Awesome employees that are up at the butt crack of dawn hanging out. I appreciate it. It's always fun to see. Have a four loco for me at 6.47 a.m. or whatever time it is for you. Earlier than that, I think. Yeah, also, Drummond to the Lakers. Not a good move. You guys are crazy. Okay. Kobe White, 32 minutes, I think is fine. Levine at 36 is fine. Wendell Carter Jr. has been back for a while, but the last three games he's played 31 minutes. I got to give him 30. It, he, this guy is clearly a 30-minute-per-game guy. Thad Young saw a little bit of a minutes boost this last time out. <laughs> no four locos today. That's probably a good thing. Thado. Now, he's someone that actually is getting a couple extra minutes. Who are they coming at the expense of? Denzel Valentine? No. Archie? Yes. Yeah. 
In a weird way, DeRozan would fit a lot better with the Lakers, but neither one of those guys are going to end up on the Lakers, so it doesn't really matter. You guys have to have the money to be able to trade them, but the Lakers should not be in the mood or in the market for a big man. There's no way that Kyle Lowry can go to the Lakers. Patrick Williams. Okay, so his minutes came down a little bit, but I still think 32 is the right move there. I don't really see much that I can change from the Bulls side, and these rates should all still be spot on. I haven't had to change anything. I don't think that the Lakers are going to get to Marcus Cousins. If they do, it's because they fully struck out in the trade coming up to the trade deadline and the buyout market. Um, they won't sign Cousins until they know they can't do anything else, but I don't expect them to get Cousins at all. Alrighty, let's take a look at Chicago. We put that to bed pretty quickly. Mostly just Levine so far. Who's Chicago playing? Phoenix. Oh, yeah, no wonder. Uh, this is going to be a terrible spot for Chicago. So I have Levine behind Kemba, Trey Young, and Tatum, and he's well behind these guys on FanDuel. Behind Walker, Trey Young, Tatum, Brown, Capella, Tice. You really can't play much of the Bulls today. They just, that's just not going to work out uh, against Phoenix. Gasol will be perfect in the playoffs for like 16 minutes. They're not going to play Harrell all that much, except for times where they need a boost in the playoffs. When they go to the playoffs, they move to AD at the five, and that's all that matters. The Lakers would not trade Kyle Kuzma for DeMar, or for DeMar DeRozan. That would be insane. All right, on to the Hornets. I'm representing those Hornets today too, baby. Have I flip-flopped? Why in the world have I mirrored? Hmm. I didn't know that I was. I don't think I normally am. That's weird. We'll figure that out eventually. So for the Hornets, do we have any injury news? Yeah, Zach Barton was bad last night. That one stung quite a bit. Ooh, okay, so we're going to need to pay attention to this one. Hornets, Golden State. This is going to be a big-time pace-up spot for Charlotte. Cody Zeller, questionable. That could really open up P.J. Washington. Um, what do, What is he questionable with? Just being Cody Zeller. Left hip contusion. Left Wednesday's game in the fourth and didn't return. Okay. So the camera won't shut off randomly on this show. It only... Well, I could speak too soon. It, it It's not that my camera shuts off. So we are normally in a Zoom call um, for our shows. It's... Clicking, it's basically like digitally clicking the camera button. It's just turning me off in Zoom and not my camera itself. I never turn off at all in front of, like, for what I see. Well, I don't think the Zeller news is actually going to matter all that much. They're basically phasing Biombo back in anyway. Something to keep in mind there. Um, Jalen McDaniel is also... I mean, the minutes on the Charlotte team are wild. They bounce around like crazy. 
130 people, 72 likes. Guys, you know the drill. We have seven minutes to go until 7 a.m. Can we get to 100 likes before we hit 7 o'clock in the morning? I think that is a really fun barometer for the rest of the day. If we can get to 100 likes before 7 o'clock in the morning, I think we can get someone to binky bink this contest or binky bink a contest coming out of this show. I think these are this is just going to have to be okay for Charlotte. I know all the rates are fine. I'm guessing they look decent. Yeah, it's it's LaMelo season. It is very much LaMelo season. I think LaMelo is my favorite play on the slate so far through four teams. Let's see. Yeah, FanDuel 7600 LaMelo Ball is now my favorite play of all every team that we've looked at so far. And I think he's like, relative to salary, like three points better than Kemba. 7600 for LaMelo Ball is way too cheap here. He's 8700 on DraftKings. I still think he's decent. I prefer LaMelo Ball to Zach Levine on DraftKings as well. Yeah, Lamel FanDuel Lamello is going to be very, very hard to ignore today. He looks that just looked that price is great, especially against Golden State. Extra pace is fantastic. I would be very surprised if Dallas were trying to actually trade Chris Depp's Porzingis. Very surprised. I don't really know what that deal would end up looking like. But I would not expect him to be traded. Certainly, I mean, Cuban's gonna, Cuban would ask about basically everybody in the world, but... We're on to Detroit now. Moving well. Moving well. No DeLon Wright. No Blake. No Killian Hayes. No Jaleel Okafor. Boston would never tank, nor should they. Boston's going to be fine. They should have traded Gordon Hayward for Miles Turner and uh, McBuckets, but I screamed that from the rooftops when it was happening. All right, what's up with Sadiq Bay? Because I assume he's going to look really good if he doesn't play. Okay, so sprained ankle, finished the game... No reason to suspect that he can't play today. So that Q tag, while it exists, I am not going to pay too much attention to it. Why did Greg and I love DeAndre Jordan last night? Uh, because Jeff Green got ruled out? That, that would be my reasoning. Still played 26 minutes. Had played, played 34 with Jeff Green out the previous game. 31 even with Jeff Green. It was cheap. Trust me, it sucked. It hurt me. <laughs> I didn't, I wish it didn't. Alrighty. On to the Pistons. Dennis Smith Jr. Finally got that 26 minutes, so I think I need to go to 24 and 24 on him and Saban Lee. Um, everybody else is active, right? I got to take those Magruder minutes away. Seku. 
Wait, who? Oh, I got to put Jeremy Grant back in. I was wondering why this looks so ridiculous. 35 minutes for Jeremy Grant. We'll take Seku down to 15. Much better. So we're at 242. Uh, Wayne Ellington can come down to 21. There we go. I think that looks pretty good for the Pistons. Yeah, Josh Richardson wasn't great either. Uh, I mean, I had a lot of concentration at small forward on just the straight-up wrong guys. That happens. All right, let's get these new Pistons rates since everything that I have in here now are the rates from having Jeremy Grant out, which is clearly not going to help anything. So this is going to be a, a full rebuild. Ooh. All right, well, let's do it. Full rebuild of the Pistons. Let's Let's walk through this now. Uh, all right, no DeLon Wright, no Blake Griffin, no Killian Hayes, no Derrick Rose, no Magrudes, no Frank Jackson. So DSJ usage rate in 117 minutes so far, 21-1, so I think I could leave him at 22 Assist rate is fine. Jeremy Grant, we know we need to bump up. 28% usage. 5% assist rate. 6% rebounding rate. Josh Jackson, 29% usage rate. That seems wildly incorrect. So let's go to 28. 3 and 3, 4, 10. Rebound in the basketball. Mason Plumlee, 16%. That'll work. Actually, let's just keep him at his normal rates. Is his rebounding rate up? 11-1. Nothing too crazy. Saban Lee, 15.5%. Stick that at 16. Sadiq Bay, you'll probably be a problem for me like you normally are. We'll call it 17. All right, what else do we need? Oh, by the way, was Boban in the optimal last night on DraftKings? I assume no. I assume that was Jokic. I never looked. Maybe I could look later. All right. Pistons. Jeremy Grant on FanDuel at 7,600. Jeremy Grant on DraftKings at 7,300. Looking good. Taking on the Kings. Their defense is terrible. Terrible. Uh, Josh Jackson on FanDuel for 5,700 looks pretty good, too. 7 o'clock, 93 likes. Man, we were close. We were close. If we can get to 100 before it turns to 701, I think that still counts. Why is this so wide now? All right, so I still have Kemba as my best play on DraftKings. Jeremy Grant actually third, a tenth of a point behind Trey Young relative to salary. On FanDuel, Jeremy Grant is second behind LaMelo Ball. So this all feels pretty familiar.
I don't want this to be so wide. What what field don't I need in here? I guess minutes. That's my filter though, isn't it? Oh, it's not. Nice. All right, remove minutes. Now we'll fit. There we go. Need you guys to be able to see everything at the exact same time. Otherwise, what's the point? Perfect. Yeah, so Pistons, Josh Jackson on FanDuel looking sneaky decent right now. Uh, fourth best play on FanDuel of all the teams we've looked at so far. All right, out of Detroit. So we're through one, two, three, four. We're through five teams. We're on to number six, Golden State Warriors. Pretty sure they're just in full strength for today. Yep, total full strength. So... God, I hate the Warriors rotation. Four guys played 34 minutes, and then you guess on everybody else. This is pretty much spot on. Yeah, mm. that coffee tastes good right now. I just need to shift around some minutes here. Wiseman playing 18 minutes the last time is, is definitely something that I want to keep an eye on. Hmm. This all seems about right, though. Rates are all going to be the same. On to the Golden State Review. Warriors. And obviously the Warriors in okay spot against the Hornets. Steph on FanDuel, 10K, best option there. Steph on DraftKings, 9,700, is flying to the top. Steph on DraftKings is now my favorite option on the slate. How about that? All right, so through everything, Curry at the top of DK, about a point ahead of Kemba Walker, relatively speaking. Trey Young, three. A lot of lot of talent at the guard. Curry on FanDuel, though, only coming in eighth, so he'll get pushed down quite a bit. On to Houston. Oh, God. There's another team that I'm absolutely sick of. Totally, totally sick of this team. 150. We got to 104 likes. I don't know if it happened at 701, but you guys are the best. All right, so no Christian Wooden, and everybody else is just available. That's sick. We have not really had this experience for Houston uh, at all, I guess. That's This makes me happy that I don't have to like try to guess Houston's rotation today. Or at least guess if they have 27 guys on a Q tag. So they finally got everybody back. Oladipo at 32 minutes. Check. John Wall at 34 minutes. We'll make it 33 and give Eric Gordon an extra minute. 28 minutes for Tucker. He played 30, so we're going to go to 30 and 18 on Patton. How many did Patton play? 12. Okay. I can feel even better taking more minutes there. So let's take Patton down to 16. Give those to Jay Sean Tate. Leave him at 32. Daniel House played 34 minutes, so I probably need to give him more. David Nawaba was down to 17. Sterling Brown played 18. 
actually Jay Sean Tate that took the biggest haircut. Okay. We'll take Patton down to 14. We'll give two more to House. That gets House to 30, and I think that's right. All of these rates are updated for the actual guys that are in right now. So, how does Houston look? Houston at home again, or on the road against the Raptors, seven and a half point dogs. That's not good. Yeah, not too much to like for Houston here when they're at like mildly full strength. Wall on FanDuel is the best option. Wall on DraftKings is the best option. But I we're not going to be seeing a lot of Houston guys climbing to the top of this list. As I add Houston back in. Yeah, John Wall is eighth on DK in that Zach Levine, Jalen Brown trio. I, I don't see much that separates those three guys. And then on FanDuel, Wall, the best Houston option, coming in 12th already. There is not a lot to find from Houston. And that's not really all that surprising. That's what happens when you take on Toronto in Toronto and you're not a very good team. Indiana. This one could be fun. I don't know if they have anybody in or out. No TJ Warren, no Karis LeVert, which we know. So this should largely be the same. I think uh, McConnell's minutes have been trending back up again after dipping again. But let, let me see. No. 27 and 28. Okay. All right, so Brogdon at 36, check. Sabonis at 36, probably needs to be 37. Good. TJ McConnell, 29. I think I can live with that. Aaron Holiday, 18. Fine. McBuckets, 29. Fine. Miles Turner, 31. Fine. Justin Holiday, 34. Fine. All good. All good. Actually, I'm going to take one minute from Jeremy Lamb. And give it to Aaron Holiday. Rates should all be fine. So let's look at Indiana. Indiana's got Boston. Um, yeah, again, not not too much separating from the pack. These teams that have like the same sort of rotation every single day, it's just really hard for anybody to become. Everybody, like you could want to play these guys, and they're obviously playable, but. The problem lies in that they don't create any value from their price. Like Sabonis is already 9,900. We know he's good, but it's hard for him to ever be one of the better plays on a slate when you're already priced appropriately. Like Sabonis is 10th on FanDuel. Sabonis is 12th on DK, just right out of the gate. So again, there's not all that much to be interested in from Indiana. You're playing these guys, but... It's hard to be, it's hard to like really want to get there. Now we're picking up some steam. We're onto the Clippers. Clippers on the back to back. Hmm, okay. Clippers going to be missing anybody? I have to assume they're at full strength on this back-to-back. What their minutes looked like last night? Okay, so Kawhi played 32. They played 11 guys in the rotation. When did Kennard get in? Did he get back into the rotation, or is that blowout? Blowout. Bangale and Kennard both got blowout run. Terrence Mann sort of did. 
Do I take plus man- minus into it? Not in DFS. Am I, Josh, am I getting in on the top shot pack drop? I'm certainly trying to, but I have tried multiple times to get a pack and I have failed multiple times. So I will be trying to get a pack. I actually do love Top Shot. I just don't have the time to invest. Obviously, I can make it. A, a, I could have been making a lot of money by just joining Lafi and Adam and Ben Strafford, uh, buying and selling on the market. I 100% could have been doing that. I just don't have the time. Eighteen minutes for Man, eleven for Reggie Jackson. Guess that's not going to be right. Lou Will. But two, Nick Batum's minutes are slowly but surely becoming nothing. All right, I think we're pretty much good on the Clippers here. And they take on Memphis, and this is a just a garbage spot for them. How bad is this spot, actually? Yeah, Memphis is middle of the pack. Where are the Clippers? Oh, the Clippers are the second slowest team in the league, which I didn't, I guess I didn't really notice until right now. I don't get the sense that we're going to be liking many of the Clippers today, guys. Now, a little bit of Kawhi, FanDuel, and DK, but that is basically it. These guys are not going to rank all that high outside of Kawhi Leonard. So I have Kawhi second overall on FanDuel, or on DraftKings so far. He's fifth overall on FanDuel. I might be a little high on Kawhi right now. But I don't think it's too egregious. It's a decent spot. $9,100 on DraftKings, though, is a really nice price tag for him. Emac, what's going on, man? Multiple Osimo employees just hanging out today, or at least popping in to say hi. Means a lot, guys. Means a lot. To the Lakers we go. Truder probable, LeBron probable, Kuzma probable, Markeith Morris probable. But the really the big piece here is the fact that Dennis Schroeder is back. So <laughs> Thanks for the toilet paper emoji, Mac. Really appreciate that. Alright, Schroeder back. Have to assume that he just dives right back into his old role. So I'm gonna give him thirty minutes. Uh, backup point guard minutes will be Russo. KCP will go back to his sort of normal rate, I guess. What was he playing here before that? 28? Yeah. We got to give the bigs their minutes. Mark Gasol. Could play any sort of amount of minutes. We'll go 23 to Gasol. We'll go 23 to Harrell. 
And then two additional minutes to Markeith Morris. Morris got the start, played a ton of minutes with Taylor Horton Tucker the last time out. That was the first time that they had done that. But they got smacked. Now they're playing Portland. Don't get the sense that's going to go that way this time. Not really necessary. So I'm going to take Markeith Morris back out of that starting lineup. Then I think we could project LeBron for his 36. I think we see Kyle Kuzma move back into the starting lineup. Give him 28. Horton Tucker, 16. Wes Matthews, 20. That lineup built itself. We do need to get brand new rates for the Lakers with Schroeder back. That will change things up a little bit. Ah, not the Clippers, the Lakers. Late Night Hammer is pretty fun, though. Lakers, Portland. We'll see if it actually ends up being fun. All right, Anthony Davis off. Who else needs to get taken off here? Quinn Cook, McKinney, Dudley. Oh, we're already good. That was easy. Okay, first one up, Schroeder. Usage rate. With AD off the floor, oddly enough, still low. Crazy. Assist rate also goes down, too. Wild. Weird, wild stuff. Grandma's drink folders. So does Josh. My grandma? Don't answer that. 11% usage rate there. Ten. Okay, so all of all of LeBron's numbers look fine. KCP, 14% usage rate. Kyle Kuzma, 21. Mark Gasol, 12. Montrez Harrell, 22. And it's kind of crazy. No one really picks much up with Anthony Davis being off the floor. That makes very little sense to me. But it's just sort of how it is. AD off doesn't really change anything. So if we look at the Lakers, uh, again, taking on Portland in LA. Um, Schroeder back. Projections look fine. LeBron looks okay, I guess is the best way to say it. The number one play on DraftKings potentially. Now Curry's got him. Okay, so if we're talking about pay-up studs, my order of operations, Curry is beating LeBron by just shy of a full point on FanDuel. Or on DraftKings. Man, I am flipping that in my head for some reason today. Why does this keep getting wider and wider? This is driving me nuts. How could I? All right. Need to save some text space. Got it. So LeBron is currently my preferred payup option on FanDuel, but slightly behind Steph Curry on DraftKings. Still not a lot of value coming out in this slate. This feels a lot like yesterday, but only with nine games so far. We'll see what we open up as we keep going. 7.16 a.m., 173 viewers, 121 likes. You guys are great for that. 
we have one, two, three, four, five, six. We've got a bunch of teams to go. So let's hope some of these teams just uh, have no rotational changes. Okay, this is one I definitely want to see. This is Memphis Grizzlies. You can see I'm starting to wake up a little bit. Coffee's starting to get into the uh, the bloodstream. I'm starting to get some energy. Okay, so Memphis played everybody yesterday. But DeAnthony Melton was the guy that did not show up in the rotation, which makes me feel good because that's who I pulled out of it. Okay. So I think that this rotation is largely going to look okay. Clearly, we want to project John Morant for real minutes. Oh, take it on the Clippers. Pass. Kyle Anderson's minutes seem fine. I mean, they just they just flatted everybody out here. But Melton Jang Conchar got the game overrun. This is all fine. Other than Justice Winslow and me having no idea how to project his minutes, this all looks pretty good. Josh, did you take an advanced Excel course or self-taught? Um, mostly self-taught. I've just sort of been using it since, I don't know, college, 15 years. So I've just kind of accumulated the knowledge over time. I'm going to be very surprised if we like much coming out of Memphis. Yeah, this, this Memphis team looking rough. Really rough. Uh, Winslow, I don't think it's anybody from Memphis night. Yeah, highest ranked Memphis guy I have on FanDuel is Ja at 12th. On DraftKings, it's even worse. He's 13th. You're not really getting to Memphis today. That's a really bad spot. Really unappealing DFS game. So you can... I think you could largely ignore Memphis. Move on to Miami. Miami, Utah. Oh, this is another dreadful DFS game unless somebody's out. Q tag on Bam. Q tag on Hero. Hero missed the last one, so this is going to be quite the chore. I think we probably see Hero. Lefty... Left knee tendinosis. Knee is sore. They got the all-star game coming up. I don't get the sense they rest Bam here. Yeah, Mr. OG, I also like none of the teams so far. This is gross. All right, so we need to put... We're going to have to do a lot of work for Miami, so we're going to take everybody out. We're going to need new rates. Let's start here. Uh, Kendrick Nunn. Because oh, we got Dragic back, too. So if Dragic is back and Hero is back, when's the last time that Dragic, Hero, and Nunn were active? It's going to be right there. Nunn played 32 minutes in that game, which is kind of wild. And then he was out of the rotation for a while. Man, the Heat have had just so many people in and out. I'm going to say that Dragic plays 24 minutes. Kendrick Nunn plays 26 minutes. Actually, we'll leave that at 24 for right now. Tyler Hero plays 30. 
Bam's minutes are as easy to do as anybody else's. 36 for Bam. We'll do... Who's doing the strategy show at 10? Uh, me and Greg. Precious's minutes have not been like the full split with Bam any longer, have they? 41, 46, air straight 48, air straight 48. So instead of doing the 12, I'll do 10. I'll assume Kelly Olinick is getting two of those. He went up to 32 again. That still had Hero out. I'm going to just say 26 for Hero, which can give me 20 for Iggy. Uh, do I have a guard left? We'll give Jimmy Butler. We'll give Duncan Robinson 18 and 16. And we'll give Jimmy Butler 34. That gives me two. Nice. That's perfect. That worked out really well. If Bam is out, wouldn't that help Kelly O or Butler? Yeah, uh, Kelly O for sure. I think Precious would probably become mildly interesting too. No, Jordan, no one has told me that I look like the baby, obviously. Crazy person. I don't know why I just clicked on Charlotte for Miami when I was already on Miami. This is going to be gross against Utah. So I don't even really need to take too many people off. Let's take Vincent off. That'll deal with a lot of it. Um, these guys have played really weird rotations. What's up, Ben Snapping? All right, let's take a look at this Miami updated rates because... I have a sneaky suspicion that we're not going to be recommending a single player from the Heat. Bam, 23.3% usage. Uh, everything else looks fine there. Jimmy Butler, 26% usage. 11% assist rate. Rebounding rate, though, not nearly the same. Kelly, all right, now on to Duncan Robinson, 15. Dragic, 25. Kelly Olinick, 17. Nunn, 18. Tyler Hero, 21. I think that's just going to have to work for what we've got going on here for the heat. There's no way this looks good. Taking on Utah. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. We're not rostering the heat. To, this is a terrible fantasy slate so far. Like unequivocally not good. Who's the highest ranked Miami guy. So bam on both sites. Where does he end up? So Bam is the highest ranked Heat guy I have. He ranks 21st on DraftKings. And twentieth 
on FanDuel. Wild. All right, on to the next. Let's save this sheet because I haven't done that. Tim, glad they updated help, man. On to OKC. Laffy is pandering for followers. It is, it's disgusting. Anybody out for Oklahoma City? George Hill, Horford for rest, Hamadou Diallo out. All right, that's, that's different. So we've obviously had a bunch of games where Horford doesn't play due to rest. Uh, these these happen periodically. Roby got 28 minutes here, 23 minutes here. I think 27 minutes is a safe spot. Muscala got 20 and 26. I think 21 from Muscala is safe. Um, Maladon is just playing a ton of minutes, so I think 34 feels good. We can then give SGA those backup minutes. 20, 22 gets him to 36. Um, No Hamadou Diallo is kind of fun in a way. I think Justin Jackson just soaks up whatever time he was normally going to get. All right at the four, Baisley just plays 32 minutes. That's easy. Um, Kenrich Williams can take those 16. Figure him out after that. We need to give Dort 32 minutes. All right, so we have Justin Jackson left to soak up some minutes. I'm going to just assume that he plays in a similar manner to Hamadou Diallo. So I'm going to give him 20. That leaves me 22 minutes left over. Who should be getting these minutes? Let's say Darius Miller is probably the first guy up. Is Ty Jerome... What's up with Ty Jerome right now? Tyler, Ty Jerome called up. Okay. Well, I'm going to assume that Ty Jerome is playing a little bit today. So let's give Ty Jerome six minutes at shooting guard and he can get his feet wet. I think that's perfect. So we need to take Horford and Diallo off for Oklahoma City amongst the rest of this crew. So Horford off, Diallo off. Pogoshevsky off. George Hill off. The Lakers should try to get Horford. Also, no. Why do we keep trying to give the Lakers centers? It's their least... It's their least important need on the entire planet. All right. New rates for the Thunder. Okay, so they're naturally projecting pretty high. I have a feeling these guys are going to be popping pretty aggressively. So let's see where this ends up. We need to bump Darius Baisley's usage rate up a little bit. 
could bump his assist rate as well. Isaiah Roby, 17.5. Lou Dort, 21% usage. Uh, they don't need someone to replace Gasol. That's a perfect fit for the playoffs. He will barely play in the playoffs, except for the times that they need a big body. Now, they definitely need three-point shooting. That I agree with. SGA, 26% usage. Teo Maladon, 13. Justin Jackson, 15. We gotta take Moses Brown off. That's clouding things. Again, the Lakers aren't soft down low. They're playing without one of the top five players in the league. None of this will matter in the playoffs when Anthony Davis is playing at the five. You guys are missing it on the Lakers. All right, man, I don't really like the way that these projections are shaking out. SGA's assist rate is the thing that takes the biggest bump here with these guys off the floor. I'm not sure we have anything else that we really need to look on. Nobody else does anything for this team. It's gross. OKC, yeah, it's Shea. A little bit of Isaiah Roby, too. I was expecting a little bit more value here. I'm just not able to get to it the way that I thought I would. Nobody really takes the rate bump that I was, like, really anticipating, which is kind of crazy. Look, the Lakers are not getting Bradley Beal. It's basically, it, it's truly impossible. They they have no mechanism to get Bradley Beal. Wait, I don't even know why we're talking about that. You can't turn off, uh, like, the trade rules in the NBA. OKC, Shea becomes the number seven player on DraftKings, number two on FanDuel. So really liking Shea on FanDuel today. 8K, not problematic at all. 8,800 on DraftKings, a little bit more expensive. I'm really anxious to run a crunch. I have no feel for what it's going to look like. We're on to Phoenix. On to Phoenix. I love this Phoenix Suns team, man. They are good. I'm going to tangent quickly. But Phoenix Suns right now. Fifth in point differential, plus 5.8. Number eight in offense, number seven in defense. If they can make some sort of move during or in the lead-up to the trade deadline, or even in the buyout market, Phoenix could be a real problem in the playoffs. A real problem. 
I assume that I don't have to touch a thing on Phoenix. Do they have anybody that we have to worry about from an injury perspective? Q tag on Saric. That will matter in the end, but it doesn't matter right now. Uh, I need to take a minute away from Jay Crowder. Give that to Cam Johnson. Nobody wants to see Phoenix in the first round? Might have a problem seeing it in the second round. Oh, I mean, I'm not trying to say that I think Phoenix is going to like win the title or anything, but they are a real problem. Yeah, as expected, not much to like from Phoenix. They do get a, a really nice matchup against the Bulls. Actually, I'm probably overrating that or underrepresenting them. Really nice matchup against the Bulls. Chris Paul is my number six guy on FanDuel. Devin Booker, not too far behind. Eight, not too far behind. Three sons in the top 11 on FanDuel. Paul and Booker are both in the top 10 on DraftKings. Eight and close behind. This looks really good. Um, Phoenix, because of taking on Chicago, is in a really nice spot. They are going to be someone that I'm going to be advocating for. They're not a team that I normally get to either. I mean, the Bubble Suns were just like an overrated thing, but now they're actually good. They did really make a mistake in the draft, though. Can you imagine if they did have Halliburton on the team? Whew. Can you play Paul and Booker in the same lineup? You can. Uh, it's not something you want to do a lot of on a nine-game slate, but I don't. There's no issue with it. I would say max two of three on Paul Booker Aiton. All right, Portland. This should be a blast. Still no CJ, still no Nurk. All of this stuff is super normal. I am, I'm assuming we're not really making many changes to Portland. This is pretty much the same team every single day. Um, Actually, Covington's minutes down quite a bit. Take him down to 33. Otherwise, I think it's fine. Rates are all going to be the same. So for Portland, wow, 204 viewers, 144 likes. Love this. Put some respect on Utah's name. I don't think that they have anything in the playoffs. What they really need is for the Lakers and the Clippers to... Look, they've been they've been fantastic, and I do like the Jazz. Uh, I I do think they're not. I think they're better set up for the regular season than the playoffs. Um, but they need to hope the Lakers and the Clippers end up in the two three spot, so they would have to play in the second round. The the Jazz's best opportunity to make it through the West is to not have to play those two teams both times. All right, so Dame on DraftKings at 10-1 looks phenomenal. Might be my new favorite play. Cantor also looking pretty good on both sides. So let's add Portland back in. Oh, yeah, it's Dame time, baby. It's Dame time. 
Yeah, Dame is now my favorite play on DraftKings passing Curry. He's now my preferred payup option. On FanDuel, Dame is fourth, but also still now my preferred payup option. Like it. Like it a lot. Three to go, guys. Sacramento. I don't like this Sacramento team right now. They're tricky. Q tag on Whiteside, Q tag on Jabari Parker. Mr. OG, maybe we don't overreact to one playoff series for the Clippers before we just anoint them as unable to win anything. Maybe. Maybe. We're talking about Kawhi Leonard. He's one of the three best players on the planet. Ghetto Farmer Boy. Yes, I made this Excel from scratch. Again, I think the Jazz are really good. What they have is more set up for the regular season than the playoffs. We know what we get out of Rudy Gobert in the playoffs, and there are going to be some times where it's a problem for him to be out there. If the Clippers win the the NBA title this year, no one on the planet should be surprised. Zero people. This overreaction culture is just so crazy. One year. One year. Everything can change. I'm so tired of this Kings team. I'm just going to assume Whiteside's not playing. That's not where I wanted to put those minutes. I'm going to end up getting the Kings, and I never feel good about it. That's the problem here. Taking on the Pistons, it's a great spot. De'Aaron Fox, 7,800 and 7,700 is a must play today. Uh, He looks fantastic. And I don't really have anything else I could change for these guys. They just sort of exist. It's kind of gross. Kawhi isn't as dominant as he was in Toronto. Kawhi Leonard has been one of the best. He's been one of the five best players in the league this year. How could you say that he hasn't been as dominant? That's insane. I mean, if the Lakers and Clippers finish 2-3 and the Jazz don't make the Western Conference playoffs, I think that we see, or the Western Conference finals, I think that we see a Jazz player traded. Riley, happy to have you here. De'Aaron Fox, second best option on uh, on DraftKings today. Third on FanDuel. Really liking these young guards. Ball, Shea, Fox, my top three dudes on FanDuel. Of course, I, I also watch games, Israel, but I'll look at the stats because I will be more accurate than everyone else by than the people that are just watching the games. Data matters. It matters in every other industry. 
to think that it doesn't matter in sports would be uh, a short-sighted view. Toronto. We've got two games to go. Uh, see, now I'll, I don't even want to project any minutes and stuff. I just want to rant about basketball with everybody. This is fun. I love doing that kind of stuff. It's slowing me down in my process here. The process, by the way. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Strategy show coming up. No live before lock for me today. Thank God. Josh needs a break. I need to cook some dinner tonight, too. Guess I don't have much to change here for Toronto. OG Ananobi back to getting his like uh, normal minutes. That's always good to see. Bembry not getting normal minutes. Also good to see. Oh, wait, I gave that minute to Powell. There we go. DeAndre Bembry's minutes are the biggest question mark for me in this one. That's comical. My bad, Israel. Uh, no one should tell Tatum to stop shooting a million threes. They should tell Tatum, Tatum to keep shooting threes. Yeah, I understand that Boston hasn't been all that great lately. Let's not forget that they don't have Marcus Smart right now. Uh, linchpin for their team. And the Kemba's still working his way back to being healthy. Relax. Relax. We'll see what they do, if they do anything at the trade deadline. They've got the monstrous trade exception. Uh, buyout market will be there for them as well. Boston will be okay in the long run. I don't know if that means that they're good or not, but like we have to remember that Marcus Smart is not active for this team. That's a major, major problem. I think this is just going to have to work for Toronto. Actually. All right, Houston. Yeah, they're not going to need Baines. Uh, it's actually a decent spot for Boucher. Brad Stevens is not the problem in Toronto. You guys got to realize what the regular season is. The regular season is an opportunity for people to throw a bunch of crap against the wall to see what sticks. It's not helpful if you're not mixing and matching and playing different looks. You need to figure this stuff out. Every single lineup that they put out on the floor is not a lineup that they will be going to the playoffs with because Marcus Smart isn't healthy. Uh, if Boston would have matched Gordon Hayward's offer, they should have threw the whole team into the ocean because that was a terrible contract boston did great to get away from that i don't think that they should have took the trade exception i think that they should have taken the miles turner doug mcbuckets uh offer i think that miles turner is an incredibly underrated asset and i have for a while and it's showing this year but that was the mistake to me I don't know what to do with these final seven minutes for this stupid Raptors team. 
Macaw, I guess, right? Done. They absolutely 100% got that Miles Turner offer. 1,000%. They wanted more than Miles Turner. They didn't want McBuckets. They were trying to make it TJ Warren. But the Turner McBuckets offer is 100% real. Here, this this little light chat on fire. If the Pacers were really smart, they would trade Sabonis and not Turner. Oh, that'll have some fun. You guys are going to burn this one down now. Toronto Raptors are not good today at all. I guess they are better on DraftKings than they are on FanDuel, so they're a little bit better on a site that I'm not going to be playing on. Siakam looking like the best option, but where's he showing up? Siakam behind Jeremy Grant, ninth overall. Closing it out, guys. Utah. Is it not helping that I'm letting you guys know that DeMontis Sabonis is one of the more overrated players based on his uh, dance in the game? You guys got to remember that they play, you play on both sides of the ball, and DeMontis Sabonis is a problem defensively. What up, Kyle B? All right, Utah's the final team, and I can't imagine that we're really making any changes here. I don't really care what George Niang's minutes look like, so this is just going to be fine for Utah. We know what's what with the Jazz. They don't have anybody out, right? No. Okay. Utah, not much to like. No surprise there. Matchup against the Miami Heat. So we are done. It took me a while, and I feel like we just got into some rants to close out Friday, but that's sort of where I'm at mentally right now. Simulation. I agree. What Sabonis lacks on defense, Miles lacks on offense. I agree with that. However, the rim protection aspect is a problem because DeMontis Sabonis is not a four. He's a five in the modern NBA, and he cannot be a modern five defensive man. He's not a top five forward, Andres. You're not even close. He's not even... Oh. He's the third best player on the Pacers this year. His skill set does not fit what they actually need. I like him. He's really talented offensively. It's not a good fit on this team. Or in modern NBA. It's a lot easier to build around Miles Turner than it is to build around DeMontis Sabonis. There, that's the easiest way to say it. Finding a stretch five with a, that can protect the rim is about as valuable as it gets. 
it's much easier to fill out the rest of your team. Let's run a crunch. All right. Um, Zach, yes, he's a liability on defense. Especially playing out of position at the four. I think Philly could beat the Nets, but I don't know if they'll be able to score to keep up. I think the East is really wild. All right, let's run a crunch. Let's figure out where we're at. And then we can get out of here. So, first one up. FanDuel Optimal. Israel, if Miles Turner can't project the rim against traditional centers, what in the world would DeMontis Sabonis do if he had to do it? I'm not saying that... Just for the record here, I think that Malcolm Brogdon is the best pacer. I would rather build around Miles Turner. All right, we're going to do this. <sighs> Optimal lineup for Fandle. Projections are in. Crunch is run. Optimal lineup. Here we go. De'Aaron Fox, LaMelo Ball, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Josh Jackson, Gordon Hayward, Sadiq Bey, Jeremy Grant, Isaiah Roby, Enos Cantor. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Let's get an idea of what my sim will look like after I leave this uh, lovely show. So if we run a quick crunch... Here are the optimal percentages I have. This is going to be pretty similar to what my sim will look like uh, for the contenders videos. Really dig J Jeremy Grant from a positional standpoint today. Looking nice. Coming in a little bit rested. Sacramento matchup. This team's been giving up a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I think a large majority of the league. A large majority of the sabermetrically inclined teams would build around Turner before they built around Sabonis. So, this is LeBron. This is that B-ball index. LeBron is their new tool. Uh, Luck-adjusted player estimate using a box prior regularized on-off metric. So, uh, it's a box score prior on a plus-minus, and they adjust for shooting luck. So, like, if another person is... If like the other team is shooting like wildly higher from three or from the free throw line, they adjust for those sorts of things. This is this year's data. Here's Indiana. In terms of wins added, Turner, Brogdon, Sabonis. Turner at the top, Brogdon, then Sabonis. Um, Turner has been a revelation this year, but this is the key piece for me. He's been incredible defensively slightly below average offensively which is 
okay for me as a stretch five because he's providing a service. Sabonis, slightly positive offensively. Yes, because he doesn't really get anybody else involved. And positive 0.47 for a big is pretty tough to do. Uh, That is not ideal. Again, he's good. He's been worth two wins. I expect him to be worth another two, but I think that he is not fit for this modern NBA. I think if they, if this were Turner, like if they could trade Sabonis for a three, have Warren out there with Brogdon, I, I think the team would be even better. These are some of the things that I like to look at. Um, the ability to protect the rim is, is massive. And Miles Turner is having a truly, truly outstanding season defensively. If you want to get an idea, the only defensive player that has been better than Miles Turner this year has been Rudy Gobert. Nobody's going to be surprised by this. And this is why we get people get really selective for this information. But if I sort this by defense... Gobert, Turner, Jakob Pertl, Clint Capella, Nerlens Noel. Like, we're seeing a lot of guys that are traditionally fantastic defenders. Giannis, Jimmy Butler, all of that looks good. On offense, it should make perfect sense. Dame, Luka, Jokic, Curry, Harden, Trey Young, Kawhi. These are all guys that are fantastic offensively. All of the extremes on the offensive side look normal. All of the extremes on the defensive side look normal. Why would we expect it to be wrong in the middle? Uh, Adam, you should look at Jakob Pertl's rim protection numbers. He has been insane. I think I'm, I'm almost positive that uh, opponents are shooting the lowest percentage in the league against Jakob Pertl at the rim. Um, he is a sneaky, sneaky good defensive player. What could you get for Sabonis that would put him in a better spot? That's a really good question. So you would need some sort of rim protecting four. And that's where it gets really tricky because you don't really want Sabonis to be playing the four. You want him to be playing the five, but you need someone with a rim protection skill that is more a four than a five. Someone that can guard wings instead of bigs. That is hard to find. That's why I like the opposite side of this, and that's why I prefer Turner. Because if you have a stretch five, your four can be anything. Yeah, uh, Adam, uh, Jakob Pertl's... And keep in mind, this is like a... Those aren't totals. That's uh, This is like basically like a rate. You know, if he played more, to be a different story. And he's terrible offensively. But yeah, Jakob Pertl defensively, he gets slept on, man. Big time. Big time. Uh, somebody sent in the super chat. Did I see that earlier? Feels like a lot of chat don't actually watch NBA games. The problem is they probably watch too many NBA games. Whatever. Here we go. We got a couple minutes yet. We'll pull up the trade machine. All right. So let's think about this for a second. We're going to do a quick DeMontis Sabonis trade. Let's finish off looking, and then we'll run a DraftKings optimal, and then we'll get out of here. I can't help myself today. It's Friday, and you guys got me fired up. This is fun. So if we want to trade Sabonis, which is what I think that they should do, we need $18.5 million. We're not going to worry about any sort of ridiculous trades. 
So he's not going to go to Philly, Nets, Bucks. In a weird way, the, the, the Nets would be an interesting matchup just because of uh, Durant. Clearly not going to Toronto. Actually, Toronto would be an interesting one. What are Pascal Siakam's rim protection numbers? There, there would be no way to make this actually work. But if Pascal Siakam project, protects the rim a little bit more than I thought, that would be an interesting combination of Sabonis at the five. Uh, Bulls, no. Heat, no. Hawks, no. Wizards, eh, no. See, none of these teams have a need for an offensive big man center that can't protect the rim. Beal? You're out of your mind. I don't even really see a good fit for anybody. You can make a case for the Thunder. What are Pascal Siakam's rim protection numbers? By the way, big time shout out to B-Ball Index, man. I love this site. All right, while this loads, let's run the uh, let's run the optimal crunch on DraftKings. But this is where I'm standing for FanDuel right now before I run my actual sims. Lamelo, Cantor, Grant, Shea, Roby, Fox. Now let's check out DK. Siakam, rim protection. B, okay, so it wouldn't be the best fit in the world, but I think that could look decent with those two guys next to each other. Obviously, he would have the ability to space the floor. Siakam shooting. Oh, wow. He is shooting terribly this year. 29% from three, 31% catch and shoot. I thought that Siakam was shooting better. That's pretty bad. Never mind then. Anyway, I think it's hard to trade Sabonis, but they should do it. Moral of this story. All right, let's grab the DraftKings projections. One final crunch, and then we're sending it to... The end of the week. I wish we could do like projections or predictions for who's going to be in my optimal. That would be fun too. All right, DraftKings optimal. Kemba, Buddy Heald, Jeremy Grant, Pascal Siakam, Isaiah Stewart, De'Aaron Fox, Baisley, Enos Cantor. That right there, folks, is gross. Truly gross. And if we're looking for an idea on what this will all look like for Sims. Kemba, Jeremy Grant, De'Aaron Fox, Baisley, Siakam, Lowry. Yeah, there is no... If you want to know why it looks like there's not a lot of value on this slate, because Anthony Simons is climbing to the top of this list. And that dude plays 
sporadic minutes at best. I do want to change his minutes just to make sure that he doesn't show up in contenders. We're going to take him down to 20 and give another minute to Nasir Little. But that's where we're at, guys. That's it. We are done. We are done. We are totally done. The week is over. We are finally at Friday. Five straight days of this, guys. That's a grind, but I am i couldn't be happier to have you here. 240 viewers. We're almost at 200 likes. You guys are the best. I'm, I'm loving doing this show. We'll only, only be doing it four days next week. Uh, we do get the All-Star break coming back, so we're going to get a couple days off, and I'm going to need those. Recharge the old bats. But I'm happy to have you guys here. I am off now to record Contenders, Strategy Show, and then... I'm done for the day. It's going to be nice to get away. Maybe take a little nap. We'll see what else we've got to do. We've got some stuff around the house i got to handle. But thank you guys for being here. If you can, hit the like button on your way out the door. That helps me out a ton. Subscribe to the channel. Notification bell. You guys know the drill. Appreciate you guys. You guys are the best. Good luck tonight, guys. Have a great weekend. And uh, I'll talk to you guys again Monday morning.